Welcome back to the Creatress Podcast. My name is Katie Williams and I am a feminine embodiment and lifestyle teacher. I activate women through feminine energetics to ignite the power and divinity of their womanhood and to feel sexy, lush, and divine. This podcast is designed to alchemize the divine feminine in every single woman, from relationships to health to life purpose and everything in between. It is your time to activate and awaken the creatress within you. I'm so grateful to have you here and let's get started. Today we have a really special guest coming on here live with me to talk about embodying the prosperous woman. Now this woman in particular has been my coach for the past 14 weeks and she truly embodies the energy of wealth and being prosperous and so we have a really juicy conversation in store for all of you today and let's bring her on miss time for this to work one second uh oh uh oh technical difficulties there we go <laughs> hello hi how are you i'm good i'm so excited to be here we both look I, I saw your stories we're both like hot on the top and comfy on the bottom so we're here for a good time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is totally the vibe, like nice on top, but like I have my Christmas shoes on right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you got to stay cozy. It's so cold now. Yeah, especially where I am. We had like a little burst of like spring in the fall and then it went from like 70 down to 50 and I was like, ooh, that stings. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, girl. We're in like the 16s here. <laughs> We're below 20. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited yeah. to be here. Mm -hmm. And just speaking about like, seasons and seasons of change, I feel like this is such a good conversation to have because coming into the energy of prosperity is a big transition and is a big season of change. And I feel like you have been such a wonderful embodiment of what it means to hold true prosperity, especially for anyone tuning in who's in the coaching industry. There's so much information out there. And I feel like you are just so great at bringing it to center and simplifying it. So with that being said, I would love if you could just talk about your journey, who you are, what you do, and how you got to this point. Perfect. Yeah. So hello, everyone. My name is Sarah Rose D'Angelo. Um, I'm a business mentor and women's empowerment coach. And I really specialize in helping women become the wealthiest and most prosperous versions of themselves from the inside out. So we go into do the inner work as far as how to actually feel abundant and prosperous and like a wealthy woman. And we want that to reflect on the outside too. So we want 
more money. We want the overflow. We want the, the clients to be coming in. Um, and I bridge that gap so that women in this lifetime can experience both the, the physical form of their desire for wealth and the embodiment form of their desire for wealth. I love that. I love when you mentioned working on it from the inside out, because yeah. it really does happen a lot on a subconscious level. And I know in our work together, we did a lot of subconscious work around rewiring beliefs, especially around money. So before you started to teach prosperity and business, what were your beliefs like around money and wealth? Yeah, so I had such a let me turn my my space heater off. I had such an interesting relationship with money um, because I kind of got a taste of multiple different um, beliefs that were passed down onto me. So from my dad, I got the very like, you know, rich people are bad, rich people are snobs. We don't associate with them because they're bad people. So part of me was really like. I saw the demonization of wealthy people. So I was afraid to be wealthy because I didn't want to be a bad person. On the other side of this, I had my beautiful, divinely feminine mother, who is the pure chaos of the feminine, which we love. Um, but she never really understood how to hold money. And so from, from my mother, I got this like, well, just enough, just enough, live paycheck to paycheck. Right. If you have money, spend it. You, 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 women aren't capable of holding it. And then I also adopted the belief from her that you can rely on men to support you. Um, and so my, my stepfather comes into play here. And my stepfather was very, is very well off, is, is very wealthy. Um, and so I got to see what it was like to experience wealth. Um, but still having this conflicting relationship with it because I craved it, I wanted it, but I was also like, one, I don't think I deserve it and I don't think I'm capable. And two, I don't want to be a bad person. So it was very a, a very conflicting relationship with money before I dove into understanding the truth about money, which is what um, I obviously teach, um, but also understanding how I want to show up in relationship with money was probably a, a huge factor for me too. It's like, not only what money is, the truth of money, the neutrality of money, but how I'm giving it power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, especially in your teachings of teaching that money is a resource and it's here for us to use for good, that's something not a lot of us grow up with, I feel like. And totally it's a resource and giving something that we as humans have created power as opposed to realizing like, Hey, we were the ones who made it in the first place. We hold all the power. And I definitely relate to that belief that you mentioned of if I have more, I'll be a bad person. And mm -hmm. it's so interesting to hear your story because I kind of have a similar story as well but it's a little bit different you know we all have individual yeah. experiences so I grew up witnessing my immediate family so my mom and my dad as individuals struggling with money and it was difficult to watch and I'm sure I have some memories too of being like very young and hearing the conversations that were had around it but then a generation higher with my grandparents, 
I experienced a lot of abundance as a kid and as a teen. And as I got older, I actually had friends who were experiencing the struggle. And it was always, well, you can do this, but I can't. And so I started to suppress my own ability to hold it because I was just so in tune with the energy of money and the way it was coming in. And I felt good about it. And then as I got older, being more in the vibration of struggle, as opposed to me knowing how to help them or guide them, I suppressed my own power. So I think that's a huge part of the conversation too, recognizing our own power. So did you have a moment where it kind of hit you like, oh, I need to take back my power? Or was it more so like a slow um, more drawn out process of coming into. So both. So as far as the, the slow drawn, the slow process, that was more of like understanding that I had power over how much money wanted to be in my life. Right. So like understanding that the more and more I started to play with like, Ooh, like I can actually create my own financial destiny here. And, and that was a very slow unfolding. You know, it started with money mindset and then it started with, actually it really started with money management because when I, when I first got into, before I started my own business, I worked in finances. And so I got to witness how people handled their money on all scales of the spectrum from the richest of the rich to the poorest of the poor. So I really got to observe the, the strategy of money. Um, and then when I started my own business, I dove into more of the money mindset. And then what amplified everything was um, the manifestation piece, right? The actual like being the embodiment of the prosperous woman. Um, but the big, big download, the big understanding that I had, which I didn't know while I was at my corporate job or at the beginning of my business was that wealth and abundance and that feeling of, of being prosperous. It's a sensation. And I, I was working my, I was creating my business, building it. And I had a $40,000 month in my business and I felt really, really broke. I felt really in my scarcity and like people are watching this and they're probably like, how do you have a $40,000 month and feel broke? Like that doesn't make sense. That doesn't line up. And she's lying. Right. I promise you guys, I'm not lying. I literally felt broke. I had $40,000 cash that I received in one month. And on a logical standpoint, you would think like, Oh, like she was probably like on, on cloud nine and she, all her problems were solved but that wasn't the case. I still felt not enough. I still felt in my scarcity. I, I was like, well, it's not a 50K month, right? So I was still on this like hamster wheel of wanting more. Um, and, and just like in this, I'm never enough cycle. So that was the big understanding, that big aha moment that I had that wealth is not just created externally it has to be created internally because you can be the quote-unquote wealthiest person in the world that has the the physical form of your wealth but you can never feel wealthy and that understanding for me of like bridging the two together so that all women can experience both that was the biggest breakthrough for sure yeah and in your teachings as well when you talk about 
the energy of finances and money, that was a breakthrough for me as well when we've been working together because I was like, oh, what I actually desire is safety and stability. And those are emotions. And those emotions are something that we can tap into right here, right now. And I was like, oh, it's not actually here in the future. It can be brought here right now. And so I have found that to be really fascinating about what you teach and being able to draw that into the present moment and to feel that enoughness. And that brings me to a more specific topic that I love hearing you talk about which is the concept of money, my love. I know you had a workshop on it. So when did you start to bridge the concept of money and masculine energy and the relationship that we have with the two? Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. So first I I started to realize that how I showed up in relationship with finances, with money, really reflected how I showed up in relationship to to men, with men rather. Um, you know, it was a very like anxious attachment style. I, I, it validated me. I felt like I wasn't enough without it. I was fearful that I was going to lose it. I was afraid that it wouldn't want me. Like it was very this like, um, yeah, this, this attachment style of, of just like insecurity. And when I realized that I started to play with the concept of money, my love, and which is essentially personifying money to be the partner that you want money to be in your life. And to also know where your work is as far as how you can start to show up in, in an empowered way, right? Like if, if you took money's opinion, right. And was like, well, how am I showing up for you money? Like what would their response be, right? Would they be like, you're avoiding me. You're, you're not spending a lot of time with me. You're neglecting me. Or would it be like, you're pressuring me. You're, you're reliant on me. You're codependent on me. Like, what are the things that money would say about how you're showing up in relationship? And that will kind of give you this like clear picture of where your work is in relationship to money. And with the whole masculine piece of it, Like, I just deeply desire for money to be the masculine who craves to support me in my life. Um, I I have personified money to be that, that I gave money that power, right? To, to like, unconditionally crave to support me. And, And that's the power that each of you watching and tuning into this have is, like, you have the power to define money in any which way that you want and you know you had a different experience a different Mm -hmm. relationship with money as well which is like the power of of personifying money in that way it's like you can really start to cultivate a empowered relationship with it it doesn't have to be a man it doesn't have to be masculine it doesn't have to be feminine it can be like a best friend um but it is a powerful practice for sure Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been moving more into the lover t- archetype of money myself. I know, like, at first, I was like, you know what, I don't really resonate with the lover archetype yet in terms of money. So I remember we came up with the term grandfather cash. Yeah. <laughs> relate that to experiences in my own life. Yeah. But 
been experimenting with that concept too of how I show up in relationship to money and the overall masculine. And before I even knew about like the concept of personifying money, back in February, I remember I was so frustrated about money and business. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I also feel a little bit constricted relationship wise. And I was like, you know what? Let me experiment for a week. If I don't nag my man, if I trust his capability to pick up his shoes or take out the trash, how will that affect how money comes into my life? And money started to flow in more easily. And I was like, oh, shoot, we are on to something. And then when I saw your um, teachings about it, I was like, oh, so that's what I experienced. And I was just very intrigued by it. Because again, like we mentioned earlier, it's us who has the power. And I think that also giving that archetype to money puts us in our feminine because we're creating safety with money. So when you were starting to embody the energy of prosperity, what were some things that you did to create that safety? Yeah. I mean, the first thing, and, and it's very basic, but I, and you know, I always say like, when you're feeling stuck, like go back to basics, um, was visualizing my life the way that like the wealthy, the wealthy life that I craved, right. Where I had total freedom and total security. And I allowed myself to play in that every single day. Like I, I wanted to experience that reality on a daily basis even if you know i i got knocked off or something bad happened or you know i got angry and like it, it got me off of feeling that way i knew that through my body and my mind my imagination i had the ability to tune my frequency back into that place of of freedom and and safety and security so that's what really where I started. But also I, I started writing love letters to money. And, and I, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're, ha you're having this evolution with your relationship with money because it didn't start off as a good, healthy relationship, right? Like everyone is starting off based off of their financial blueprint somewhere different. So for me, it started off as just like, hey, so like, I really like, I would love to have more of you. Like, what do I got to do? Right. And now it's developed into like, I'm ready for more of you. And I'm, I'm letting you in my life. I'll let you have me. Right. So it's shifted to more like I'm the prize. And because I've remembered my worth, I've remembered that I am the source and, and what gives power to money. And that, yeah, that was just another really powerful practice of personifying money, writing letters to money and letting money have me because I am the prize. <laughs> yeah. I remember I used to get so confused when it came to manifesting money because I would be like, okay, I want to attract more in, but I'm feeling this way and it doesn't feel like things are coming in. And this actually brings me to a post that you made on your Instagram story that really resonated with me. And I think for anyone tuning in who's in the coaching industry or has a business, this would resonate as well. Um, but you shared about how your 
goal or vision for 2023 used to be hitting seven figures, like going to that next level and aiming for more. And of course, letting in more is so expansive and so powerful and we love it. But also, there doesn't always have to be physically more. And I think that comes back to what we're talking about with creating the emotions and the safety behind money. And I thought it was so inspiring when you mentioned that. And it actually allowed me to feel permission too. Like I don't have to go for the larger numbers if that doesn't match the safety and support that I'm trying to create. So I would you could elaborate more on how you came to that decision essentially. Yeah. Well, first I'll start off by saying that like your perception of your, yeah, your perception of numbers will change, right? Like right now making $5,000 a month in your business might feel like a lot and you'll like, and you're like, Oh my God, that's real, like, that might be feel really far away and really big, but then like you do it. And then now there's a new number and it's 10,000 and you're like, Oh my God, that feels really big. But then you do that. And then like your, your relationship and perception of numbers will always change based off of how you feel, right? What you feel like aligned to create. So I want to preface it with that because you know, when, if I would have sat, sat here two years ago and say like, yeah, I make consistent $20,000 months, $30,000 months, I would have been like, I made it. I made it. I did it. You know, like I, I did it. And now I'm like, okay, like, yeah. And I, I'm ready for more. Right. So that's the first piece. The second piece is there's a lot of noise in the online space and, um, and even offline the space, right? Like if you, if you're comparing your financial situation or financial desires, just based off of what someone else has already, what someone else has made, you're being influenced, right? So you're kind of like, oh, well, she's making that much. Maybe I should be making that much too. But is that actually coming back to like the truth of what you want, right? Um, so that's the first, the, uh, the second piece is like, what do you actually want? Like, what's your edge? What feels really good for you? Not just because you're comparing yourself to what other people are doing and, and making. Right. And so I had to sit with the uncomfortable truth that I was really just basing my goals off of the standard in the entrepreneur coaching industry. Right. I was, I was setting my goals based off of what I should want instead of what I actually wanted. And so I took my power back with, with my financial goals. And that's not to say I'm not open to, the seven figures, but the, the goal itself is not that the goal is very, very different. And it, it's actually coming back to service and impact, which I think is what's really important. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. a couple months ago, I remember I was like, okay, in 2023, I want to hit six figures. Like when I hit six figures, I'm going to feel so great. So empowered. And then I was, I was like, wait a minute, what do I actually desire? Yeah. And then I thought to myself, as long as I can go to dance class, go out to lunch and dinner every once in a while, 
and maybe take a couple of vacations, I'm good. And whatever number matches that, I welcome. Yeah. And I think so empowering too to just be like, okay, how do I want to live my day-to-day life? And then what number will support that? And I think a lot of times we do the reverse of, yeah. okay, let me pick the number and then fill in the details once that comes rather than saying, okay, what do I actually want to feel and do in my daily life? And then attract whatever matches that. And that's something from you, especially after um, seeing that post and us talking in our coaching calls. Mm -hmm. topic that I wanted to get into which relates to the creators program that I'm currently launching that you will be teaching in is the energy of prosperity and fertility and when I say fertility I'm talking about the essence of creation and I feel like prosperity and fertility both feed into each other Mm -hmm. so along your journey in embodying prosperity has there been a shift in how you show up as a woman and how you feel in your body and your sexuality and relationships yeah 100% and first of all I want to start off by saying I'm so excited for the women who are going to be served in the creatress because I know your heart and soul has been poured into this program I've witnessed you birth it and I just know that the woman inside of it their their lives are going to be completely changed because of what you've created so I just want to praise you and I'm so excited and honored to be a part of it and to help them um, create prosperity and and have that be a part of the program as well because you know we're talking you're talking about fertility in, in multiple different aspects of life and particularly right around the fertility of like your family, but also creation in your life. And you need to have the tool, which is money, which is prosperity to support that. So I'm really excited to, to go deep with them on the creation of prosperity. And the, the key, the key here is the word creation, because you asked about, was there like a shift? And honestly, the shift was utilizing and embodying my sexual energy, which is my creative energy. And when I chose to embody that, when I chose to become a woman who oozes that sexual energy and is embodied in it, my desires started to desire me. My, because I became this confident, powerful woman who was irresistible to what she wanted because I knew I was worthy of it, because I knew I deserved it, because I knew that if anyone was going to create it in this world, I would be the one to to birth it, right? And, And that really took my power back. And so I started to create more prosperity. I started to create it on all aspects of my life. My desires came flooding into my life because I was the super magnet to them. Um, and that's the power of, of being a creatress. That's the power of being a woman embodied in her fertility. A hundred percent. And I've noticed too, like in the very beginning stages of my business, there would be times where I would be stressed about business, clients, money. 
And I would just need to take a breather. And so, of course, I have a wonderful, handsome man to help me with that. And then I would just attract a client or money out of the blue. And that really started to show me like, oh, when I'm tapped into the energy of creation, even if that's not the creation of a whole human life, but the creation of love and connection and service, there's no other option but for money to just come flooding through and us being the magnet, like you mentioned. And I'm so excited for us to go into that in the Creators program as well, because really tuning into that fertile energy feeds into the prosperity, which then goes back and forth. It's that balance of the masculine and the feminine and it's so so harmonious so I want to invite anyone watching to send in any questions that you guys have around prosperity and wealth for Sarah to answer you can put them in um, the comment section because sometimes I think on the question box they don't like come up where they disappear yeah so it can leave them in the comments. So wow. while you guys are sending that in, Sarah, I would love to know what is the vibe going into 2023 and closing off 2022? What energy are you holding? What are you calling in? Set set the scene for us. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so it's very new. It's very new. Like the energy is super new. I'm doing things that I've never done before. Um, so it's a very fresh energy. It's also a very simple energy. So some, sometimes to scale, that means scaling back to scale forward. Um, and, and that's what I'm doing. So I'm, I, I'm eliminating and releasing a lot of things that no longer serve me, no longer are aligned. And I'm creating a really like simple and impactful business model. Um, and I also intend on leaving a, a bigger mark on this world, specifically in the, in the, I guess I'm owning my superpower, which is prosperity, which is money. And yeah, I, I've resisted it for a really long time because I was like, well, I also want to be like the money, the, the, the business girl. And I also want to be the, um, the feminine magnetism woman. Like I wanted to be all of it. And I am. But I also really had to come to the terms with the fact that money, wealth, prosperity is my superpower. And that's what people want from me. And that's how I can leave the biggest impact that, that I can. So my focus is really going to be on creating more prosperous women in this world. So I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah. And I saw we have a question. Um, yeah. Do you want me to? I'm through. I'm starting my business, a new one. Woo, congrats. And I'm nervous, but I want to make it happen as my 2023 plan. Anything for me? I mean, the first thing, do, do you want me to speak to it, Katie, or do you want to share? You can go first, and then I have something I definitely want to add to it. Perfect. So what's coming through for me is play. Like, have fun with it. Business doesn't have to be something so serious and so rigid. Experiment and let, like, keep following the breadcrumbs. Like, you showing up to this live is a breadcrumb, right? You maybe getting off of this and being in conversation with someone else and they, like, bring something up and you're like, ooh, another sign. Like, 
keep following the signs and and trust the signs follow them and trust them and trust yourself like it, it sounds like this is a, a second business or maybe just another business so like you know what you're doing trust yourself you're gonna you're gonna do just fine and as long as it's truly aligned for you you're gonna make a really big impact and a lot of money doing it that's what i'll say <laughs> Yeah, and then I want to piggyback off of when you mentioned play. Um, so from personal experience, I remember in the first year of my business, I was trying a little too hard to go big. And so I think it's so important to recognize what your values are, how you want your life to look, and then build your business around that and also spending time to expand your education. Like now in, well, I want to say this whole year in 2022, I put so much time and energy into learning and into expanding my knowledge. And rather than doing that in what is now my second year of business, that's a great thing to do in the first year because then you can start setting the foundation to build off of. So I would recommend just taking it slow as well, not putting so much pressure on yourself or your business and playing like Sarah mentioned. Yeah, and I'll emphasize that. I, I, I just put up a post today on like what to spend your money on in business if you want it to actually grow and mentorship community education and healing so if you want to actually like be supported in building your business like focus on those four things and i think that you'll be set up for success mm -hmm. and we're rooting for you a new business is always great for this world we need more and more people giving their gifts yeah i'm so excited for you congrats <laughs> okay so Let's wrap it up here, close things off. I am so grateful to have done this Instagram live with you and you'll be teaching in week 13 or 14, I believe of the creators. It is a highly immersive program. And so for those of you watching who are ready to have that long-term growth and long-term support, we're going to have amazing guest teachers like Sarah in there. And we're going to take you on a journey of understanding your feminine energy and then purging through limitations and anything that's holding you back and then tuning into the wisdom of your body and activating it. So that way you can call in and create a fertile life, whether that is you currently conceiving a whole other human being in your life and starting a whole new generation or whether that is creating a sense of abundance and making the world your fertile garden. So the live 16 weeks for the program begin on January 16th and enrollment is currently open. So send me a DM if you guys are feeling called or if you have any questions. And the replay of this will be available on my Instagram. And I think you'll be able to upload it on your end, Sarah. Mm -hmm. But if not, I will take the audio and turn it into a podcast episode. So you guys will be able to listen to it again and the replay and just soak up all the knowledge. Yeah. 
Yeah, I cannot wait for, like I said earlier, for the woman to join the creatress um, because I've witnessed you create this. I've witnessed you birth it. And I know that especially the women who are trying to conceive, who are trying to create a life that's more in their power, they're more magnetic to their desires. Um, I know that you're going to help them create all of that. You're going to help them create a fertile life. And I know you've got some juicy guest speakers <laughs> aside from me involved as well. Yes. So. <laughs> yes, we have such a great lineup. This is going to be so immersive and you're you're going to come out of it completely rebirthed in the best possible way beautiful thank you for having me thank you so much sarah i will talk to you soon all right bye my love you Thank you for clicking play today and for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the episode or if you're a big fan of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star review. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to keep up with me on Instagram at Katie the Creatress, and I will see you guys in the next episode.